You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, and insights to help you connect more with family and friends, to find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, or more Christ edition where each day I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christmas, hopefully to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Today's Christmas message comes from another classic Christmas movie, one that we've all grown up with. It's a movie with a bunch of kids and a small dog and a little yellow bird, (laughs) and with adults that talk to them the way most kids really hear adults speak, right? Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) It's one of my favorite short Christmas movies that we watch every year called A Charlie Brown Christmas. It starts out with a problem that Charlie Brown is having. And I want you to listen to this problem and see if you've ever been able to relate to it, especially around Christmas time. While speaking to his friend Linus, Charlie Brown says, I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown is experiencing what so many experience during Christmas when Christmas is Christ-less instead of being Christ-moss. So what he does is he does his best to carry on, to figure it out, and do what he can to feel what he wants to feel during this time of the year. But disappointment after disappointment finally leads him to exclaim, everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? (laughs) It's there that Linus steps in and says, Sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then you know the scene, right? Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And then Linus simply walks over to Charlie Brown and says, That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Now, I love the way that Christmas gets refocused for Charlie Brown and how he sees Christmas through the eyes of what it is and no longer through the eyes of what Christmas isn't. And how through that refocusing, everyone changes for the better. Obviously, there's an important message for all of us in just that. But the part that I want to focus on is what Charlie Brown said before Linus's touching explanation of what Christmas is all about. I want to focus on the question that Charlie Brown asked that led to that explanation by Linus. A question that that came from Charlie Brown's heart, from his soul. A question that surfaced from his disappointments and pain. The question that he was so desperate to find the answer to is, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? I almost hear him saying as well, Isn't there anyone who knows what life is all about? In life, there are so many that find themselves feeling like Charlie Brown did at Christmas time, isn't there? That in essence say to themselves and others, 
I think there must be something wrong with me. There's good things in my life, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way that I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand life, I guess. I like getting fun things and doing fun things and new clothes and new relationships and money and recognition, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. I referenced in an earlier podcast an interview with Tom Brady and Steve Croft of 60 Minutes back in 2005 after winning his third Super Bowl. Steve Croft asked him what was next in his life and what he had learned about himself through his life and the upward trajectory that he was on after winning his third Super Bowl. And I'll never forget Tom Brady's response. In the transcript of that interview, he says, Why do I have three Super Bowl rings and still think that there's something greater out there for me? I mean, maybe a lot of people would say, hey man, this is what it is. I reached my goal, my dream, my life. Me? I think, God, it's got to be more than this. I mean, this can't be what it's all cracked up to be. I mean, I've done it. I'm 27. And what else is there for me? Croft then asks, well, what's the answer? To which Tom Brady responds, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I mean, I think that's a part of me trying to go out and experience other things. I can almost hear him saying, there must be something wrong with me. There's good things in my life. I've got fame. I've got money. I've got recognition. I'm married to a beautiful woman. I have three Super Bowl rings, but I'm still not happy. I don't feel the way that I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand life, I guess. Isn't there anyone that can tell me what life is all about, what Christmas is all about? Well, Tom, (laughs) I know a little kid with a little blue blanket that can. And that is who I want to be. And that is who we each need to be. There are so many people out there that are trying to find happiness in things that don't make you truly happy. Christ taught this principle to the woman at the well when he said, Whosoever drinks of this water, referencing the physical water of the world, the money, the fame, the attention, the recognition, the things you can buy, the Super Bowl rings, etc., you will thirst again and again and again. It will never be enough. Or basically saying that the happiness just won't last because it isn't real lasting happiness. But the water that I will give him, he says, will be a well of water inside him, springing up into everlasting life. The water that Christ provides is what leads to true happiness in life. And just like with Charlie Brown, when a person finally comes to see what Christmas is all about, their view of Christmas changes. No longer is Christmas, or life for that matter, about the lights and display contest that so many of us get caught up trying to win. We let go of that and allow others like Snoopy to have that prize. But for those that learn what Christmas is all about, life becomes more about seeking out the little, broken, insignificant trees. Those people who are hurting, who don't feel enough, who are struggling, who feel lost, out of place, unrecognized, unseen, unheard, unloved. And who through your hands and the hands of others, and maybe with a little blanket wrapped around their base, helping them to see and to feel their worth and their value, have changed the way they see themselves from a no good little Charlie Brown tree to a tree loved and valued by all. And when we do that in someone around us, it will leave you singing just like Charlie Brown and all of his friends at the end of the movie and exclaim being filled with true happiness from having found what Christmas and life is all about. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. And this is how we become angels to others and feel like singing glory to the newborn king as we bring peace on earth and mercy mild 
and help God and sinners get reconciled. We become more joyful as we invite all nations to rise and to join your triumph of the skies so that all of us with angelic hosts can proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. The message and invitation that I'd like to leave with you today is to be a Linus and always be quick to give the answer when someone asks, isn't there anyone that knows what Christmas is all about? Isn't there anyone that knows what life is all about? To which you can respond without fear or hesitation, sure, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then after telling them, head out together, cutting through the hollow trees and all the lights and display contests that there are, and seek out the smallest insignificant tree that you can help, that you can build, that you can lift, that you can love. You want to bring Christmas into your home and into your life? That's how you do it. That's how it was done 2,000 years ago. He was born in a manger so as to help remind you and I where to find him in your life and where to find what both Christmas and life are really all about. Now for the activity and tradition that I want to suggest, and it would be to read a little book at some point during Christmas to your kids or your grandkids called You Are Special by Max Lucado. It's a very short read, but tells a wonderful parable of how important it is to love others and to love ourselves and to let go of the light and display contest that are so easy to get caught up in in the world. I've read it to my daughters every Christmas since a little student of mine came up to me after a particular class and said, Hey, Brother Downs, I have a book that I think you'd like. It's one of my favorites and has helped me to learn how to love myself more and care less about what others think. And I know that the yearly reading of it has helped my own girls feel the same way. In fact, every year around Christmas, our Christmas elf seems to gather all of the girl stuffed animals around him while he reads this book to them, as if he wants to let each and every stuffed animal know, all of which are different shapes and sizes, colors, and in different conditions, that regardless of what they look like, they are special to the one who made them. And that the more we care about what he thinks, the less we'll care about winning that lights and display contest, and the more we learn what life and Christmas is really all about. So get yourself a copy of that book and start that tradition and planting that seed in the minds and hearts of those you love this Christmas. It will be a thought and a concept that will grow beautifully in their own lives. Now, I don't think I thanked my student near enough at the time for giving me the gift of that book. But if you happen to be listening to this podcast, please know from the bottom of my heart how much I appreciate that simple gesture and how much of an impact it's had on me and my girls in the years since. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. And you know, can I just tell you from my own heart, Merry Christmas. I've watched Charlie Brown at least a thousand times in my life over the years and have loved each and every time that I've watched it. But you know, in putting this episode together, I think I've learned more from it than ever before. I've really been touched myself in thinking about the lesson that such a simple cartoon can teach us about life and about Christmas. And I hope that you find a little Charlie Brown tree, a family or a person that you and your family can help change and decorate their lives into a beautiful Christmas experience, a beautiful, more Christ experience. And if you need any opportunities, come join us again on Christmas Eve day as part of the Christmas card project delivering cards and any other gifts that you want to bring to those trees that we will be seeking out on that day. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.